right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Awfully Big Adventure. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the last week's episode with Fergal McAloon from Whistling Donkeys. And tickets to that are flying, by the way. Um, the lads are going to be here next month, and I think 1,500 tickets are gone, and I'll be opening for the boys for that one. So if you do want to get tickets, I think there's only two or 300 left, and uh, it's going to be a mad night. Uh, this week's episode of the podcast, I'm delighted to say... One of NI's, uh, you know, biggest comedians uh, this year or the last few years, I guess. Superman's a superstar, really. He's laughing here when I'm uh, <laughs> I'm introducing him. But for those that don't know, uh, the host of Tea With Me podcast, um, really, really funny guy, Mr. Shane Todd. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Thanks for having me on. No, I'm in, uh, I'm in good form. The weather's kind of been, been quite nice here the last couple of days after being grim for so long so as soon as the sun comes out I'm in my element that's part of the, that's the main reason why I'm going that's why I'm going to Australia you're coming to Australia ah uh, yeah just as the, the weather's good well I was <laughs> already getting sna- so I, was, I was getting the snapchats yesterday a few boys with the tops off and it was probably like 18 degrees and that was it any excuse no I'm glad to hear that um yeah before we begin mate because we kind of just got on the call and I didn't really get telling you because I want to let you know I've been listening to I think for I'm probably been listening to maybe just over a year now to tea with me how long are you doing tea with me just just for I think because put us in mind. it got weird with lockdown like your concept of time so we've actually been doing it longer than I think we've been doing it I think it's at least two and a half years it's yeah yeah it's 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 slightly more than two and a half years what? Because, and then even to me, that's what I, I just said, maybe a year, but I'm probably, that's probably 18 months or longer, you know what it's I mean? I've, I've thrown everyone's yeah. concept of time totally off, but we started just uh, before COVID, before the regulations for the stay at home and all that yeah. kind of thing. And then like a year into it, we realized that um, if you were doing professional production, which somehow is what, like podcasts are considered, yeah. you, we, so we have studio space that we, like they, f- they froze the rates, so we weren't paying rental for it. But we could have been there. I could have been escaping the house for an hour a week for months and months. And then when we found that out, I was like, said to my wife, I was Let's like, we're do doing it. six episodes a week. I'll see you. See you later. Um, so yeah, it's been going. But I mean, I'd say nearly three years. But you can't. I mean, when you couldn't tour, it was like when you realise actually we can promote and we can earn a bit doing this. And I mean. How, because like I said, I've only been listening, I, I've been living in Australia for the last eight years now, so I kind of missed seeing you live before I left a wee bit. I know you've been, I know I think you've been doing comedy probably for, is it 12 or 15 years or something like that, is yeah, it? Yeah, six, nearly 16. Yeah, so, but I would have kind of not, my idea of seeing comedy would have been the odd time column maybe to see like, um, uh, like the Empire Tuesday nights at the time. This is way back yes. in the day. Like maybe as I'm talking, yeah, it probably would have been 15 years ago. You would have been just starting out, really. Yeah. Would, have, would have been yeah. hanging around that scene. But to see how, I mean, all you guys are just smashing it. And for those that don't know, I keep saying this because I had Mickey on um, last month, and because obviously Mickey's coming out here, I think in May. Um, but like. I know it's not just because you're very. It is. It's obviously it takes you to be very funny, but it's amazing how sm- such a small, you know, country has so many amazing comedians. Very very funny, but we're not talking about like just selling out clubs, like selling out like theaters 
or arenas or whatever it is, it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And would you put a lot of that down to the podcast as well in terms of like the reach and things like that? I think it's it's helped having a, a, a weekly presence out there for people to see. You know, when you're doing stand-up, I mean, especially when I started, like nobody's putting clips up or anything like that. Now they're stand-ups, you can put the work out all the time so people see it. But the podcast, which, unless you were doing a sketch, there was no way for people online to really see what you're doing. You could put a picture up mm. of you doing a gig or something like that. But a podcast became a way for people to get to know you a little bit better. Obviously, then you're plugging your stand updates and that kind of thing. So it it helped massively. I think I was doing solo shows for a good few years before it and doing like pretty big theatres, but it definitely like kicked things up a notch and took it to kind of the yeah. next level. I think it's just that thing of people uh, like getting to know you a bit more and, uh, yeah. you know, you bring guests on and, and they say, like, you know, they say, oh, I must, I must check them out live or go see them live. So it, I think it sped things up a little bit. I like, I hope I would still yeah. be doing the shows I was doing, but it maybe would have taken of a bit course. longer. Yeah, no, definitely agree with, like I, I can see what you mean there. And like, it suits, I think, podcasts or even if it's things like Netflix or whatever it is, it's all like honing in on our this new way of thinking where it's when you want to listen to it, you know what I mean? It's not like the show's on at nine o'clock and it's yeah. on for 45 minutes and it's gone. It's like any time of the week or any time of the year, you can listen back, you can do whatever you want. It's just so much more, it's just the way the things are. Like, I mean, less and less are people restricted with entertainment in general. You know, and the more that we can hone into that, you know, that where people can literally, it doesn't matter if you work nights or you work a nine to five, you can catch up with a weekly podcast. And I got into it. A friend of mine back home were saying, oh, you got to check it. I was, I sort of listened. To, I just do their sport podcasts or comedy, really. Same. And there's only seven or eight ones I'd be listening to. But his friends back home said, you got to check out some of the guys back home. And I was like, right, okay. Started to get into, get into it. And with me being a musician and touring around different places, like even if it's just here, I'm in Perth, as you know, but like even if it's just going up and down WA, country's massive. Just see sticking in a podcast, that's like one hour gone like that. And it's just entertainment, like it's just, it's quality, yeah, I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, pe- people just, uh, cr- there's something relaxed about it too in that it's a, it's a, com- you know, was done right or you feel like you've done a good episode because it was just, it was just a natural conversation so you every i listen to the same sort of podcast and i i'm the same as you i'm either comedy or sport and there's just something especially i think what helped podcasts in lockdown was people feel like they're sitting in the room while that conversation happens you know you're like yeah i kind of know these guys a bit and i feel like i'm just listening to mates having a conversation so 100 percent. you just yeah you just stick a stick a podcast on and it's pretty I love when you just get into something new and then you can catch up on episodes and and yeah, like I've done I've done like straight like radio before where you know you've gotta you've gotta be a bit presentery and you've gotta mm-hmm. pre read stuff and I actually remember doing a we were doing like a dance music show on, on uh, I'll not say what station it was, but a BBC station in Ulster and I had, we had to we had to do this thing that was like we were doing a show on Good Friday it just happened to be one of the weeks we, we were on every Friday night and they gave us this thing and it was like a pre-read like you have to read this out beforehand oh, and it yeah, was basically yeah. saying listen I understand it's Good Friday 
some people might not want to listen to dance music, but you know, if you want to switch off or listen to something else, you can do. And I was like, "What are you talking? What? What's offensive to Christianity about you know the out here brothers? Boom, Aye. boom, boom. Let me hear you say way. Like it's not <laughs> like sco- like scooter isn't. There's nothing satanic about scooter. Well, there is a wee bit. He's a wee bit satanic kind of. Uh, but <laughs> but you know, it it. I never understood that sort of thing. So it's nice having freedom on a podcast to just kind of do it whatever way you want to mm. do it and you can pivot at any time you want and change it up and do something totally different and it's yeah, it, yeah it, it, it's it's relaxed I think I mean I like doing radio and some TV stuff and things like that but the quicker I realise like we can actually do stuff like independently ourselves that's the the best thing yeah 100% and you're not yeah it's you're in a bit more control of how formal you want to make it and some are a bit more formal and some like even things like swearing on radio or whatever else is a no-no or whatever you know or tv before nine o'clock and all this stuff yeah um yeah no i agree with you there definitely um so should have said but um so shane is coming out like i said at, at the top out to australia in well two weeks time or three weeks time when he is yeah two uh, i think i'll leave in about two weeks i'm so bad with Organization uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff, but I go on the. Uh, I think I go on I think the. I see 14th or 15th, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, is it? Uh, <laughs> well, well, I don't, I'm, uh, here, I'm only guessing. No, I, I knew. No, it might not be as early as that, but I knew it was like. There's more chance you're right than me. There's more chance that you're right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see right now. Um, yeah, I, I see with the travel, I'm, I'm really bad with travel, and I keep saying things like, like I remember when they first said to me about doing Australia. And I said, here's what I'll do. I'll just leave, like, the morning of the show um, and head out. And uh, <laughs> people were like, I don't think you understand what Aye. what you're doing and where you're going. So I go Aye. on the... Oh, man. So, like, I get, I get reminded. Here's how I know I'm doing shows. People, you run into people on the street and they go... Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Yuri next Wednesday. And I go, all right. I didn't know I was doing that, I'm but I'll Yuri. see you there. Yeah. So I start. I know. I know. I start in Melbourne on the twentieth, right? So I go on the eighteenth. So yeah, start in Melbourne on the twentieth. Yeah. I've never been to Australia in my life. Yeah, and I've never you, done a flight um, like this. Have you been, do you know, are you going to Dubai or where's the the stopover? I'm doing a layover in Dubai. I love Dubai. I've been once, and the I had a. Again, more organization nightmare. Me and my wife were looking to some, looking somewhere to go like five summers ago, maybe. And I think, yeah, I think before we were married and we found this really good deal for Dubai. And I went here. It's like £300 each to go to Dubai for five days. Like, what are we doing? Let's go. And it was July or something, like the start of July. And we got there. It was, I was like, here, there's like a five star hotel for fuck all. Um, so we went. And got there, and I was like, bro, it is warm. Like, and we got in an Uber <laughs> as soon as we left our stuff in the hotel to go to the beach. I just put the beach in the Uber, and the local taxi driver was like, uh, gave me a weird look, and he took us down to the beach. And he went, You want to go to the ho- back to the hotel now? I was like, No, man, we're going to the beach for the day. And then he's like, You look, he's like, he's like You look, no people. And I looked out, and there was, you could see for miles on the beach, there was zero people. 
And I went, what, what's the, what's the crack here? And the guy 48 said, degrees or something. He's like, the locals don't go outside at the minute. So we just had to stay yeah. indoors for five days. But the best part of it was one of the malls has an indoor ski slope. So I just <laughs> went skiing indoors. And my wife sat in Costa in the in the mall. Where there's a wee, there's a wee viewing thing. She just watched me ski and had a few hot chocolates. So I, I actually did enjoy it. But I have a three hour layover, so I'm still the kind of guy oh, right. will try and get twenty minutes of skiing in the indoor mall. I, I don't know if the <laughs> no, airport no. has the ski slope, but uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've got a quick. But I've uh, got that's a quick funny. You went, there. you went to Dubai and you ended up having an indoor winter holiday. We didn't, we didn't go anywhere and we had to like run in between places. So if we were going to a restaurant, we'd get out of the Uber and you have to like walk very fast to get in the doors. It it's is. that warm. Yeah. Otherwise you yeah, melt. Shit. But it was it was fun. Like it was, it was good. But Australia, people say this is a good time to go because it's not roasting. It's, it's sort crazy of heat. cool enough. But I want, I, I need the heat. I need the sun. Well, you're coming at a perfect time, really. Well, Sydney and Melbourne can be up and down with weather a wee bit, but I know when you get here, like it's autumn now, and I can't even remember what temperature it is today, but uh, I'm on this uh, phone with you, but it's like, say, 26 degrees or something like that, which just feels like a really nice day, and it's still it's cool enough in the evenings. That's so perfect. it's kind of actually like you're, you're hitting it perfect, yeah. I wear shorts that are slightly too short. I can wear vests. I can, yeah, you're talking about getting the tops off. Because, like, at home, people might, if there's people listening or watching and from Australia, they won't understand. Like, at home, it has to be minimum 25 degrees before you can take your shirt off, or you will get abuse for that. People be like, what is this guy doing? Whereas, anywhere outside of home, <laughs> I'm talking like 17 degrees. I've got the thermometer out, and as soon as it hits 17 degrees, tops off. Are we going to expect uh, you and Fremantle doing a Burt Kreischer? You know, just with the yeah, but I'll I'll not stop at the top. I'll not stop at the just top. The white fronts. I'm, I'm going to be in speedo <laughs> socks and shoes, just doing a just doing sixty minutes of stand up. <laughs> and uh, I've never been in that venue, so uh, Shane's playing on free uh, social for anyone that still. I think there are a few tickets still left, but they, from what I gather, it's not. It's pretty close, mate, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, I doing really I, well. This this kind of. This tour is a way for me to sort of see. I've been doing these trips elsewhere. You sort of go and see what's the demand like. Um, can I sell any sort of tickets here? Is it worth me coming back again? And I, I all the, I mean, Sydney's got we're doing a couple of nights at the comedy store there. It's gone. The festival at Melbourne's yep. pretty close to all being sold out, and yeah, it it's not. So so I mean, I will always then come back you know come back again and again but yeah I, well yeah i always say that to because i was chatting to a few different like musicians that we get on that come out from home and they do a few tours here and but then we're even chatting about venues it's just sussing the place out and you, you never have to overshoot it but you know what i mean like you can always upgrade your venue next time or whatever else but from what i've seen like it's like i said you you know yourself you're selling out shows in your first time here so uh it's great. Because uh, would you make that? A, would you? Yeah. Would you make it a yearly thing, or a, or a, every second year, or something like that, or what would you think? I think I, like I have this kind of dilemma with it because I love traveling. I love doing stand up in different places, but having two young kids, it's it's yeah. such it's such a balancing act because I don't like being away from them. I don't like being away from home, but yeah, I am kind of conscious that you know I have to build up a tour. I mean, I love doing it. Um, and I've got to see what what's possible, what I can do, but then I don't like going. So this trip that I'm doing, 
mates of mine were like, that's a four-week trip. Like, you should really be taking about four weeks to take your time. Yeah. And But I'm this tour is 12 days. It's... Shit. It's just <laughs> it's just back to back, Pump but that's that's what it has to be, and I'm I'm hopefully still kind of young enough to to do to get away with that, you know, to just oh, yeah, yeah. go and for, like I'm 19, so I can just go do it <laughs> and see <laughs> like who's who knows maybe in two three years I wouldn't have the stamina to actually go and do this, but I think I'll be that excited yeah. to see all these different places and see Australia that it should be sweet. It might be a hologram. It might be a hologram of me on stage, and I'll just be in various hotels in Australia, yeah. just face down asleep. Just bunker up in Fremantle, and then just yeah. pitch it to Melbourne or to wherever yes. else it's going to be. Because WA, like, I don't want to say I'm going to put money on it, but it's pretty good. It's probably one of the most like it's, I know it's going to piss down rain now that I've said this, but it would be more one of the most consistently sunny cities or like states in in, in australia so, so uh, wh- where you do should... you think out of everywhere i'm going where do you think i'll enjoy the most it depends so have you any days off or any time or is it just more uh, like yeah. get flying in the morning you've three or four days or three or four hours and then gig or what is this cr- we try to do it as back to back as possible so i do i'm in melbourne for the longest um i arrive in the 19th and i'm there until like the 24th or 25th so I take it you finish up here then in, in WA? I think at the Fremantle is the last part of the tour? No. You're not going to go back and forth across the country, are you? Yes, and I've done this in America. <laughs> Let, is this mental? Here's where I'm going. I'm going Melbourne, Fremantle, Sydney, Brisbane. Is that mental? Well, I mean, so yeah, you're only going across and back. It would have been ideal if you started in WA and then because Sydney, like you can go, normally you'd kind of go say Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, or else Perth, Melbourne, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's made the equivalent of going, well, I'm gigging in the UK, and then going Glasgow, London, Manchester. You Get just you. ideally wouldn't do it. I've done that. Only, actually, only, yeah, but that's only like a three or four hour drive. That's true. Multiply this by yeah. three or four hour flights. So, but, uh, but look, it's, it's doable, and obviously you're going to do it, so. Good thing, like you said, you're a teenager like you, Shane. You'll be fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that young. I have to get like a chaperone from the airline to come with me on the flights. But it, do you know what? I think it'll be fine. Like I, I want to explore as much as possible. Yeah. Like I, I, there's a complete misconception when you're a comedian that it's rock and roll, and you know, so many people are. Uh, our message would be being like, ah, yes, mate, you're gonna have to get, you'll be getting the pint, we'll get the pints in with you after the shows, and where's the after party yeah. for this and that? As like the reality of this tour will be very sure. different. Like, I want to get up early in the mornings, and I, I, I can't like sit still. Like, I need to go and do yeah. activities. So I want to cram. As I want to do the four week trip in twelve days. So I want to go and see things, experience different parts of the culture. Um, I love just being like active and going out and doing stuff. I will get eaten. I'll get killed by something, by something, a shark, a lone no, shark. See, this, or this is the, well, well, obviously, like apart from the water, this is like the misconception because it's not in the cities. Like you're not going to be like, you know, like lifting the toilet lid. Is there a fucking, you know, like Stingray? a python in it or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's not like that. But obviously, if you went out into the sticks, it would be a bit more like that. But. Yeah. Obviously, the water is another story, you know. You I'll be, I'm taking my chances if, in the water. 
I, well, it's, you know what? It's more the people, idiots, that go like, if you hear stories, it's normally like, yeah, some man was bitten and he go, what was he doing? He was spearfishing a kilometre offshore. Like, you know what I mean? Right, I'm cancelling like, my spearfishing like, expedition. <laughs> I, the, the, the spearfishing tour in Fremantle's off. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's actually, you'll find it's, and this time, even this time of year, with it being a bit cooler at nights, it's not even like mosquitoes or nothing like that. I think you'll, ha you'll have a great time, I think. It, the only thing that'll be, Oh, have you gone? Sorry. Sorry, my mouth. Oh, so you go back. The, the, the only thing that'll put you back are like not... Um, the only thing that'll be against you is the, the time restraints and traveling back and forth. But like you said, if, I think it's all about good routine, isn't it? Because that's what I was going to ask you. When you're away on tour, do you try to do any form of like training or anything like that? Or is it just more like the walking and sightseeing as your kind of exercise and feeling good and eating healthy or whatever? Or Bit of post, like to be to be a nerd about it, I do try and combat like the jet lag because I want to be as fresh as I can for the show. So I'd love to say like, ah, no, nah, I just sit around, drink, do this, do that. I try and treat yeah. it like, try and like be like an athlete, but not like a, not like a top athlete, but like, you know, like a badminton player or something, like something, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, yeah, like a ping pong guy. Um, So I do yeah. try and sleep as m and, and this is my chance to sleep being away from the kids so uh, kids yes yeah. so I try and, I do try and eat right but then here's my thing here's where I fall off I see fast food places that we don't have at home but that I like and I go oh come on I can't not I can't pass a shake shack I don't know if you have them and all but I can't pass a shake shack without going in you don't so is it I, well I haven't seen one is it just a smoothie place or what is it no 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 well they do I think or they cafe. do coffee it, it's, kind of place. it's burgers Shake Shack's burgers. Oh, oh Shake Shack. Big American oh, like place. I, I, I so I, I kind of plan my day around food because I have weird intolerances yeah. and I'm really like specific about my food. So that's as soon as I'm yeah. getting into a new place, I've got the phone out and find out where I'm going to eat and then I'll, I'll yeah. put some activities around it. So yeah, I like hiking, walking, running, um, yeah. I'll gym and stuff when I'm there because you kind of like yeah. You kind of have to. That's the thing with my generation of stand-ups. Like, it's far more uh, health-conscious than stand-up used to be. Like, mm. the older generation, uh, you know, it, it's pints before the gig, pints during, pints after. And we kind I yeah. kind of saw the, what I would call, like, the end of that. Or when I was starting, that was still kind of the culture. And now, yeah. like, now, before the gig, people maybe go out for a bit of food and no one really drinks mm. during their gig. And then after it, it's like maybe one and you're away or people want to go and get... Now, yeah. Mickey Bartlett is the exception to this. Like, Mickey Mickey is a 1995 comedian. Like, Mick is like... Mickey's got... As soon as Rock the gig's over, Mickey's got the beer hat on with the straws, you know, on each side. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I yeah I do, like... I do try and take care of myself when I'm, when I'm away, when I'm touring. Here, do you know what, mate? I'm the same with, with like being a musician. You're meant to be this cool person that like, you know, yeah. sex, drugs, rock and roll. Yeah. And if I get to go away, and I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm not single. Maybe if I was single, it'd be completely different. But if I'm away playing a festival or something like that, it's like, right, do the gig, maybe a couple of years, whatever at the most in the way. It's not like this big mad... Especially if it's like something, if I'm day off the next day, not so bad. But if there's another like gig the next day or another performance the next day, I'm just like, right, you know, rest the voice and do all that well, yeah, kind of routine. And, yeah, you owe it to the, yeah. you owe it to the next crowd. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, 
you've got for 100%. for the show, you've got to be like feeling good, and you got to be in, you got to be in like decent health. Like I've definitely done gigs hungover, like back in the day and stuff, or had a few beforehand, yeah. and I just I can't I cannot Nightmare. do that for the life of me. I can't do that. Uh, I like uh, don't get me wrong. So the best thing feeling for me is on the on the like last day of whatever it is. If I know that I have nothing on tomorrow, I'm done. I've done all whatever. Then yes, that can be a bit of a party time. But other than that, I'd be like you. You know, you kind of have to try to, because I've seen and I've seen so many people make mistakes like that. You know, friends of mine that further down the line in music than me, and they've had tours where it's like being margaritas every night, and then other times where they just go because I wonder then they go like teetotal for like the whole tour, and I'm mm -hmm. like, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that seems, but like you, you owe it to the crowd, but also like. Why make it? You're already away from the home comforts. Why make it? Yes, painful. You know I what know. I mean. Like, I know. Why, I you know. I, I, I want to play as much five aside as possible. Ideally, I'd play five aside every day when I'm over there. So see, but I'm you're giving you enough warning. I'm giving you but enough I, warning. So to this, something. Right. So that we can make it happen, but it's you're gonna have to if you're gigging during the you're gigging at night. Like I'm when at do night. you get the Perth? Have, have you got a day off in Perth or like I've got a day off in Perth? Yep, yeah. I've got a day even day of the show, even the day of the show. Right, because the problem was your show's on a I think it's on a Tuesday if I'm not mistaken in Fremantle. Could be no, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. So Wednesday. So the problem we're gonna have is trying to get people that can play five aside on a Wednesday afternoon. Tuesday because if it was like the Tuesday night or the Thursday night, we can make it happen. No problem. Tuesday night five aside. We'll we'll make it happen. Do you want? Are you, do you want? Do you need, what size of shoe, uh, boots? Sorry, I'm bringing my own boots. Bring? I'm bringing boots. Right. I right. bring well, we'll I bring then. boots anytime, and then I just play pickup games. Like I started doing it in America right. for the first time, and uh, right. I I I love it. So yeah, I I, I you need do to you set up some fives. Right. Well, we can make that happen. I'll I'll put it out in the group chat. Or I play in a free roll. I don't know. We can. Oh, you're yeah. Who's your Who's your um. If you had to name one player in history that's like Messi. your... Oh, just Messi, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought, you, I thought you were going to say compare myself <laughs> to. Uh, no, compare... no, no. If you no, if you, you've been talking free roll, who are you who are you visualizing yourself? Is it like a Messi or a Zidane or who you kind of... I play like... like um, a... I play like Rivaldo. Rivaldo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I can't remember how Rivaldo Keen. plays, but I thought that sounded quite cool because uh, you know the normal yeah. answer. No, I... Um, I I get I stopped playing football a few months ago, like you know, like properly, like proper eleven aside, mm -hmm. like club football, and uh, I I don't miss playing matches and that kind of thing because I've done it for literally all my life, and I like having my Saturdays back, and I thought I would go back to it, but I haven't. But I broke my leg about nine months ago or something like that, so five aside is my is going to be my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I so I used to play just amateur football back home and um we were playing I haven't played football now. I have to get a few games now in the next two weeks, but yeah. I haven't played, I don't think it must be around Christmas or before it. And I hadn't played that often. Like it's it's different when you're playing weekly. And I done my quad. I swear to you, I I don't know if it's an age thing or not playing. I kicked the ball like before the game even started and put and done my quad and I was like I'm fucking old. That's the first yeah. time in my life I've ever had an injury from that type, not, no, like a non-contact injury. Yes. And I was like, what the hell? And I didn't know if it was because like, you know, you go to the gym and then like you're building legs. I was like, have a, 
are you building legs and then now I have like it's more to more to injure or something like that but so I haven't played I don't think it must be three months so I must get a must try and get a couple of games in I play like like blown out my arse I play like a South American forward who's not settled in if that makes sense like he's come to the Premier League right and he's oh right okay yeah you know he can do something that makes you can see it's there though Jesus you see it you see it but he might not be giving you and is there a wee is it all friendly or do you have that no, it's Without friendly. Being, it's friendly. Like the wee, the, right, I was going to say, have you got that wee nasty streak that you can no, sometimes no, 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 see, no. you know? No, wee, no, no. No Suarez? No, 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 definitely not. Yeah, Roy, Roy Keane was always my idol. That see was him? always the one I went for. Like, he was always to try to, wasn't probably as, you know, hard tackling as him, but that used to play centre mid. Are you a winger or a striker? Or what, yeah. You, remind me, you'd be somewhere to get. Winger or, or right back, left back. Like, I... I like to just get get on get on the ball and just bomb forward. So I realised I played centre mid for years and years, and then I realised you get way more of the ball, especially like amateur league back home, or or, or yeah. anything outside, say the top two or three tiers. The the ball just pretty much goes from keeper to up front, back and forward, and and the yeah. midfield always gets bypassed. So you never. I was like, why have I never touched the ball? But then when I started yeah. moving out into wide positions, because I got. Actually, over lockdown, I was never really that fit. Like, I've always been, like, slim. So I kind of get away with it. But I got proper fit over lockdown. And uh, nice. I would, like, run every other day. And I'd never done that before. Like, I never ran out of choice. So yeah. I realised, like, if I play out wide, I can just get the ball and run all day. So that's just what I started doing. It just became your thing. Yeah. See, I never... I, I was never a kind of up-and-down winger or nothing like that. I just, just, just sat in the centre mid and just shielded or yes. the odd time get forward a wee bit you know what I mean but uh, yeah no. well, well if you're honestly mate if you're I'm up being for serious, that, we'll, we'll being serious yeah that'd be great right okay and uh, alright that'd be sit you on some night time Tuesday night the Tuesday, Tuesday night. night Tuesday night game right we've got a few places here where um, yeah just be like just astroturf areas so Tuesday night under the lights I love it under the light Champions League nights mate yeah yeah We'll get the music. Yeah, <laughs> just on a Bluetooth speaker. Right, let's make it happen. That'll be good. Um, yeah, I'll try. No, I'll try to get that sorted. Um, yeah, that'll be sweet. Um, what team do you support? Are you Premiership, or are you just more an Irish league, or do you uh, support Man United, but in a very sort of uh, fair weather way? Not fair weather in that yeah. it's not like I just cheer them when they're doing well. I don't. I find it hard to care. Like growing up, like. I only wore yeah. Man United shirts as a kid and I was really yeah. in, into the idea of the club. The older I've got, the more I realise I'm just probably into football and yeah. I think maybe it's something to do with not being from Manchester or something like that. Yeah. I, I, if When Man United got beat 6-0 or 7, whatever it was, by Liverpool, it doesn't, ru- it doesn't ruin my day. I just go, that's quite funny. Like, that's, you know... Uh, it's- See, I, I'd be a little bit more than that, like, but I wouldn't be at the stage where, like, I can't, and I might get hate for this, but I wouldn't be at the stage <laughs> where I see like grown men with the the badge on the on the chest or on the calf. Do you, you know, know what I mean? I, I just go, you know. I I even get cringed out at anybody over say thirty who has the up to date shirt with a player on the back, because I'm going. Yeah, yeah. That guy's younger than you. Like, yeah. why are you? I don't. I don't fully get. I, lo- I and by the way, I love a vintage shirt with a United player on the back. Oh but, yeah, yeah. 
but you've got there comes a certain age where you can't wear the most up to date shirt. You just can't do it. Yeah, well, I would have been. So that's the thing. I, I mean, I, I have the, the United came here on tour, so I got the shirt that year, whatever that was. Like that's fair I think enough. Was that a couple of years ago? But I haven't got one since. But I only, I'm kind of only someone that wears the jerseys and that if I'm going to play football or if I'm going yeah, to gym yeah, or something yeah. like that. Well, I've I'm got... not someone that just. Saturday night in the pub. That's another yes. thing. I kind of go like a wee bit like it's different if it's after football or you've trained or you've th- yes. whatever and you're heading in for the pint with the boys. But like Saturday night, like out of the shower, get my yeah the new away top <laughs> on. Do you know what I mean? I I've gone know. very like get, get a Cliftonville keeper shirt on. I've gone very like uh, I've got really into my retro kits, um, and I've started wearing yeah. them not not on like a night out, but like during the day, like doing a podcast or something a bit more. But it's addictive. Like I, I'm not. I don't have an addictive personality at all. But I could get really into football shirts. But I think if it's old and it's of a different cut of shirt, oh. like shirts nowadays are like skin tight and they're full of advertising. But a nice mm. subtle shirt, you can't beat it. Like I just got the Brazil. Um, is it? Did I get the '98? Yeah, I got the '98 shirt with Rivaldo. That's probably why I mentioned Rivaldo, with Rivaldo on the yeah. back. Yeah, just that classic minimum, like more minimalist Brazil kit, which I love. Yep, I think I had at the time. So France '98. I'm 33, so France '98 was kind of my first real World Cup. Yes, I can't. I don't have any members of what USA '94. No, nah, you're '96. USA, I remember you, USA '94. I remember you're '96. So, I'm a year older though, so maybe. Do you know what? I kind of remember maybe see maybe just because I've seen a few of them goals or something like that but France 98 was the kind of first one where it was like had the wee wall chart and all the rest yes. of it and I was properly into everyone in schools talking about it I remember they even had like France 98 had like some wee like Woody the Woodpecker type of logo guy and everything and I had I a, think like, he was literally a cock. That. yeah <laughs> no they love it the Are you, oh, that makes sense. He, was, he was literally yeah, that a big, that. big cock that Big cock. Either bringing that out for uh, where's the next World Cup? Just have a big oh, it's in, balls. It's in U. It's in USA, Canada, Mexico, and I'd love it if the mascot was just yeah, big dick and balls. And they're like, "What's the link?" And they go, "There's no link. We just love this." Um, just just looks good. It's USA, Canada. But I had Mexico. the um, yeah, I had the um. I think, well, I'm nearly sure I got the Brazil, I don't know if I got it then in 98, the Brazil top, or I got, and this wasn't actually like the legit one, this is like yeah, Port of Ferry Markets, was yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I wore that for about, I, I don't know, I must, because I think I got it big, so it did me like three years, and I thought, like, and I got the wee cheap knockoff blue shorts and the white socks, yes. and I honestly, I thought I was Ronaldo, it was just like the it best It made you play ever, better. Here, I was in Port of Ferry yesterday. 100%. What were you doing down there? Just I was at uh, Explorer, so was that the aquarium? Ah, uh, yeah. You bring the wee ones. Yeah, and then we went to, we had something to eat down on the front there, and there's dolphins about at the minute, so everyone's yeah. down with cameras trying to get photos of that. I thought it was me at first. I was like, guys, come on, I'm out with the kids, no photos here. And I went, no, there's literally a pot of dolphins, mate, so if you fucking move, I'd like to get a photo of those. <laughs> Did you see them while you were down? Uh, no, I, like... That's a weird yeah. thing. Like, I love nature and all that kind of thing, and I love the idea of going to see dolphins, but I said there a guy, a guy had a camera out on the ferry, and he was going over to Port of Ferry to take photos, and I said, uh, oh, mate, I said, is, I saw on the news the, the dolphins, and he, I said, are they about? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got to the other side. He got off before us, and he was getting his camera set up, and uh, we went to 
explorers the aquarium walk back down to go past to go to a restaurant and the same guy was there I said have you seen them he goes yeah 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 he goes they're, they're out and me and my son stood for about 10 seconds and I went where are they he's like oh no you just have to wait and I was like nah I'm going to get something so like yeah, I yeah. wasn't willing to wait more than 10 seconds to see them but if they had been there and then I'd have loved it I I know what you <laughs> just I know what you mean well you've seen a dolphin though as well do you know what I mean so you can google uh, look, it's good yeah do you know what the nice thing is though because i know people are shitting themselves back home and i love Portof- like it's my hometown so it's great to see that there's a wee bit of hype around but i did actually see someone put up like a video of a baby that i'm no like i know the in australia all the time and i'm not claiming that i know anything about dolphins but the fact that there's a baby there means that they should be like using it as a kind of strength for luck as some sort of like nursery for them right okay while the baby's getting older and there must be a lot of fish there or whatever else and it's more protected than them being out in the Irish Sea. So if that is a regular thing and they're left alone and no one like fucks with them, hopefully it's a yearly thing that they get dolphins in Strangford Lock, which but would be that's good for the area. So. Sometimes over here, like, you know, like the council and all, like the, the you know, someone will try and monetize that. Like within a week, some, there'll be a service where you, ju- you know, you jump on. It's like hop on, hop off. You know, it's like the Belfast bikes they had. They'll be like, listen, you can take this dolphin down to the Odyssey if you want, you know, and hop, hop off the, there. Yeah, Shane Todd and Karen Bartlett's dolphin yeah. tours yeah. kicking <laughs> off next week. <laughs> oh, I'd pay good money I to can see, see Karen that. riding a dolphin down to Shrankford Lock. Oh, jeez, yeah. Here, um, yeah, funny enough, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, I've seen today you are doing you are doing more of the videos, their quality, by the way, anyone doesn't seen them, uh, the lads are doing more like sketch videos, so you were out and about. Where were you shooting that one? Where was it? Where well, was that, that? that's a separate thing. That's like a, it's a promotional thing for, um, it's called Out More NI. So it's just going out, going out and doing activities and that kind of thing. So me and Kieran went Redburn mm. Forest up near where I live and I'm, I'm going kayaking next week with William Thompson. Mm. Uh, it's funny because these nice. guys, like comedians, don't do this kind of thing. Like they're, they're very yeah. similar, you know, nocturnal kind of guys that don't, go out and about yeah. unless they have to so it's it's fun to do this but me and Kieran love sketch comedy and over the years we've done a bit of it then I sort of feel like there's not a lot of sketches out there at the minute like just proper traditional sketches so we thought look we've all we've talked about all these ideas over the last few years and always made a wee note of them so it was just a case of like let's just film some of these so we've done three oh, yeah. you know, put out and um, that thing you saw today is kind of separate but we're going to film about yeah. six sketches and then put it together um, with credits and stuff yeah. like that and just see see, see what the crack is. No, I, I, I'm a big fan of them. I've like the, the ones you've done so far, really funny. Like, really, really funny. I have to say as well, like, so it must be about a year ago now. Do you remember talking to Mickey about something was going on? Or like, let me get this right. You were talking about how, like, because uh, I remember, I, I honestly, me, I near crashed the car. I was heading like <laughs> down south, like a three-hour drive. I think I was playing a wedding or something like that. Honestly, I near put the car in the ditch. It was something about right, how did it go again? It was like, um, like you you were doing like an Italian American, like as if you were the booking agent. I'm gonna make you big. I'm gonna make you rich, man. Yes, <laughs> I got there. Do you remember that? Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. I I uh, I love when you when we do something like that on the podcast and then the clip gets sent through like a couple of days later from, from Michael who edits our clips. Uh, 
But it, I mean, that's the sort of shit we would if we weren't doing a podcast and we were sitting together. That's the sort of stupid yeah. stuff we'd be talking about. So the beauty yeah, of yeah. the podcast, I guess, is that other people are getting to get getting to see that. But that's just us messing about. See, sort of like moving on to talking about the podcast. Have you? Because I know that you you actually, I mean, you've had some incredible guests on. I mentioned the Bert, Bert Kreischer and all that there, yeah. and it's great that I think you talked about it on the podcast. It's great that he realizes that someone like you know, there's a pecking order of global reach and all that, and he yeah. realized someone gave him a little bit of not saying a foot up because that's probably doing you a disservice to your no, no, level. Just, just give but, him, uh... but still. Give them an opportunity. Yeah. Give them some of their time, basically. Yeah. So you, like I said, you've had some incredible guests on, but you also, you know, there's a pool of guests from home that you can kind of pull on, like bring in. And that, do you do that because one, they're funny anyway, and you have great crack with them, and it, it's, it feels like a friendship thing. Or do you do it because you've had some? Have you had had any like horror guests where it's like, geez, that was just too hard to get conversation, or not funny, or not really nothing too bad? Um, honestly, and I would I would tell you nothing. There's never been an episode where I've gone away and been like, oh, there, there's been one, right? I'll tell you, but but by and large in the studio, there's never been an episode that yeah we've gone like either we can't release that or that was shit or let's bury that amongst other episodes. I think when I ask someone to do it, I kind of have a think about it beforehand. They go, would this person be good for this? Because mm. there's a lot of very funny people running about home, but you might get the odd person that I just think, oh, we're, I don't think we'd hit it off in a certain way or I don't know if the audience would get this kind of thing. The, the, the one I did... That I and it and it was I was harsh on myself after I was like I fucked what could have been a good podcaster, it was during lockdown we were doing it like <laughs> this on Zoom. Uh, I set up a studio in uh, what was gonna be my son my oldest son's room uh, when we were expecting him. We did last minute I was like I need to make a podcast studio and do Zooms. I mean I'm, I when he was born I, I gave him the room to make that makes it sound like <laughs> I went listen sorry mate uh, Harry Potter move. yeah <laughs> yeah. Under so, the st- under the stairs you go. <laughs> yeah. So what happened is, um, what happened is, I did a podcast with a guy called Todd Barry, who is an American comedian, kind of an alternative type comedian. But I am a massive fan. He's in Louis C.K.'s sitcom. He's he's been in some movies, mm. and I did the podcast with him. And I think it was like twelve midnight our time back home. He's in New York, and I approached it. Like I was doing a podcast with um, a long-time friend, you know, or Kieran or Mickey or any of these guys. But that's not his speed. So I didn't adapt for that. And I think I was kind of like, maybe I'd done a few pods where the crack had been flowing and there was great stories and it was a real back and forth. Uh, but Todd Barry's sense of humor is more, more kind of dry than that. So I was... You know, anime. I was like, ex- get it, like excited and that kind of thing. Yeah, and because yeah. he's he's more dry, the two it just didn't really gel into a good episode. Where if you didn't know him, you'd like it. I mean, if you if you you knew him beforehand, I'm sure you thought it was a good episode. But that was an episode where I was like, I should I should have definitely played that different. But honestly, there's never been an episode where there's been episodes where I go, I don't think this will do big numbers or anything like that, but this will be, I, I want to speak to this person or this will be interesting. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So it just it just depends. I like to keep it varied. Sometimes it's regulars on. Yeah. Sometimes it's somebody that you you might not know incredibly well, but it's a chance to for people to get to know them or or something like that. Or if yeah. it's a, or if it's a friend that has something coming up, like I'll try and get them on to plug that yeah. and, and and push it a bit yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you obviously, even if you know that they're not a big as big a personality as another artist, you maybe believe in what they're doing at the minute and want to help them out. Yeah, it's just um, having that. It's no, having a plaf- being lucky enough to have a platform where. Yeah, you can you can show an audience this person and go, I don't know if you've heard of this person yet, but look at how funny they are or whatever and then Yeah. People go get interested in them and go see their show and, and, and then maybe listen to their podcast and that kind of thing. It's it, it should yeah. be a system comedy locally that everyone helps each other in, in whatever way possible. Because they're also by coming and on to my podcast, they're they're helping me, you know what I mean? So it's not a it's yeah. not just me doing for them. It's it's I but they're helping you provide content but I see that you are all very good at supporting one another for um, plugging shows or whatever if someone has a an Ulster Hall or a, yes I know you've done I don't know you've you've probably got shares in the Grand Opera House now <laughs> mate, but um, do, you, do you know what I mean but you know what I mean but like everyone seems to plug anyone's big tour or whatever else and it's great to see but it's also then they're helping you to help like provide content for your platform as well but so so you're obviously not on tea with me now you're on like you know, chatting with me and i really appreciate that but do you come on what what about uh can you tell us any like podcasts that you've been on mate that have maybe that out of ni or even out of the uk uh any american or even yeah let's just say even england as well are you on any podcast that would be as big as tea with me or bigger as a guest as well as this, because I'll be honest, mate, we're not going to get the kind of listenership the team with me gets. Mm. We'll get a bit more with you, you being on it. But I'm just saying, are there any ones where you go, we talked about Bert Kreischer coming on yours, but does anything happen the opposite way where you're getting on? Or is there anything you can tell us about a little bit like that in the future coming up? Or So I am bringing out a, like a special uh, planned for, but don't hold me to it, May 1st. Um, this is a stand-up, are that I shot in America and I'm independently kind of putting that out on YouTube for free so to promote that oh. I plan to do a load of guest podcasts and we'll maybe do a few days in maybe do a couple of days in New York a couple of days in LA try and jump on some podcasts there um none of the like none that I would say and you'd go oh yeah that one you know, probably on this slightly just lower tier, but I, I'm they're huge to me, you know, and, and maybe American yeah. comedy fans. Um, I've done Have a Word quite a few times, which is a podcast from Liverpool in England, and they have one of the biggest Patreons in the world. Like, these guys have, like, 20,000 Patreons. Never mind listeners. Wow. People would kill for that listenership. Never mind. That's just the people who follow yeah. on, on Patreon. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. massive. They've had some huge people on and I guest hosted that a couple of weeks ago when one of the guys wasn't there um, so I look up to that podcast definitely and apart yeah. from that not really like I wouldn't like there's some I'd really love yeah. to do like Off Menu I think's a great podcast the James A. Caster and Ed Gamble one and a few others but um, I'm, I'm I never can, go can like, say that again can you give us a couple of shout outs there for some of your maybe the ones that aren't from from home that you recommend checking out because I wouldn't mind checking them out myself or podcast um, I, I, the listeners here 
I'll not go too heavy with stand-up. There's some I really like, but I think they're like stand-up nerd type ones. Uh, there's a podcast yeah. called We Might Be Drunk, which is really good. That's Mark Normand and Sam Morrill's podcast. Uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast this past weekend is excellent. Uh, Bad Friends, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino's a really good podcast. I mean, if it's not sport for me, that, it's, yeah. it's 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 stand-up. You've probably seen clips for that. They, they're... They do huge numbers, um. So I'd love to get on some of those, but I wouldn't really ex- like it would be huge if I did because it wouldn't be like uh I wouldn't expect to if that yeah. makes sense, you know. Uh, and what's the um what's the the plan behind um re- releasing the the R for free, mate? As opposed to some people might go. Well, first first of all, actually, have you got the R back? Have you have you seen it back, or is it being edited right now? And and how happy with the R uh, are you with it? Yeah, so what happened is I did the first pass of the edit. So w- what happened was I did the I did the operas last year, did a run of shows there. We filmed five of them, so I I paid for the five shows to be filmed. We put like six cameras in every show. I wore the same outfit. Uh, we did a load of cool stuff, um, and I was going to release that as like live at the opera house. And then a couple of weeks later, I was going to America to do the tour there. Uh, and a little bit like Australia, just feeling it out, seeing what I, where I can sell, where I can. Mm. And I brought a videographer with me, and we're like, let's just shoot some some stuff, you know, document it a bit. And then I realised all the clubs there have like a multi camera setup anyway. And if you bring a hard drive, they'll just give you your show because they want everyone to put clips up, right, and tag their club. But it's four K, like it's amazing footage. Right. So after the first gig in America, I went. We have the same amount of angles here as we did for the Opera House, but we have this unique thing of the fact that the it's the show's in America because it's the same R as it done in the Opera House. But people have this huge curiosity of what you know what's it like when you do shows outside of home and do people get it? And of course they do because you're not going to do any material that makes people in America or Australia because locals will come to it, go like, oh, what's he yeah. talking about? What is the Castle Court Shopping Centre? You know, you you're not yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not gonna do that. But people I get are very curious about what's it like. So this is a chance to show them the shows. So we I did six shows in America, um, and we decided to pick the best four, and cut up the special going round the different venues. So it's the same R as the Opera House, but the first bit of material is in LA, and then we shift to New York for the second bit, and then. Chris Rock had done that with a special. I'm sure it's been done many times before. But it was just a cool way of showing you what it was like when I toured America. And these clubs are, they all look totally different. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it, I think it's, it's a bit kind of special. But the reason it's on, it'll be on YouTube for free. I did, I did, my agent spoke to Netflix and a few other places and, there just wasn't the uh, interest, and they just they were like cheers, but uh, no. So it might be down the line to do something like that, but like we went back to cause, earlier because I, yeah, because when we're talking about specials, I mean everyone thinks of Netflix and that. I mean, is that due to they go okay, let's check out this guy's Instagram following, his Facebook following, or is it, or do they actually review the material at this stage? Or did it not even get to that? Do you understand? Or is it a combination of everything? I, I think it has to be a combination of everything. The feedback I got, whether it was just to like make me feel better or not, was um, was they are doing less specials now. But from so what they're doing is instead of saying have you know eighty specials a year, 
they're maybe having half that, but the superstars like, say, Ricky Gervais or Dave Chappelle, yeah. they're giving them multi-special deals, big, massive deals, instead of spreading that out amongst a load of different acts. And obviously they have a business and they, they do what makes sense for them. Yeah. It would have been such a huge long shot anyway. I only asked to send it to them to kind of rule it out. You know, it would be really cool to say, yeah, I had like a Netflix special, but the YouTube thing I've seen done by a lot of especially American comedians putting it out there for free and what do I you know if it, hypothetically if, if it went on Netflix well if you don't have Netflix you can't see it and if you do have Netflix it might not be on your suggested thing so you're actually putting a lot yeah. of barriers in the way of people seeing it so this way I'll get as many people seeing it as possible and then if people like it they'll come to the next tour or something like that so it's a bit of a hit yeah. financially yeah. but it is it's kind of like an investment you know and I suppose, like with a, like, obviously, if it if it wasn't on Netflix, just for example, mate, that R, it's not like we talk. I mean, you've talked about it many times. It's not like musicians or whatever, where you can play the hits the following tour. Once that R is gone, it's, it's gone burnt. anyway. So it's you burnt. might as well put it up there. Yeah, like get it on social media or whatever, or even if it's just a you know a Patreon or a Shein. I know you'll have it probably on Patreon as well, but yeah. put it up somewhere rather than just because it's gone, you know, but, and that's what, so when we talk about your tour now in April, will this be like Shane Todd's, la, uh, is this like this year's tour or last year's tour or just a greatest hits or what's kind of going to be the plan, mate, for, so it's like for a, Australia? Not that it's a tricky time because there's, you know, there's so much going on, but the time that this tour has come around with, I had two options. I either do the tour I've just finished or I do the tour that's coming up September, October. But I want to give people like the best show that I possibly can. So it's the tour that I've just done. So people in Australia, if you're, yeah. you know, I haven't done it in Australia, so people won't have seen it. The R is more polished. It's tried out. It's tested. Whereas if I was doing yeah. the newer stuff, I, I'm still yeah. working that out on stage. It's not guaranteed to work. So yeah. I wouldn't want, I want you to, I want to give the best possible show. So it's the, um, it's the tour I've just done, which takes elements of a couple of shows, but none of the stuff is online. So you won't have seen it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus and it's the last time I can do it. Yeah, and, and so once Australia is done, is that it? That's it over. Not saying you'll never use one of those jokes again, but is that, or have you got anywhere, you know, so I know you've got to run a shows again, like you don't have any, you're not going anywhere else. Yeah, that's it done. No, well, and the, I guess the, that the, must, the special is yeah. due to come out on my, the day I finish in Australia. Like it's that, I'm holding that's it back good. that much. I would have had, I was going to put it out in Paddy's day, but I went, you know what? I don't want anyone coming to the Australia shows to have seen it. So let's abandon that plan and yeah of course and not yeah. and not do that would you think that'll be a bit of a relief in many ways that you've give one Australian people your best show you can at this moment and then also but in terms of your just from a mentality point of view of kicking on for the next tour of knowing i don't have to have that going again because I, I i can't imagine what would that would be like do you know what i mean just to just a separation thing yeah because it'd be I'd, I'd imagine it'd be very hard to go like i'm playing whatever the name of the show is this night and then the next night thinking about that and all that it's be good to just kind of have a bit of closure on it and go that was great yeah you don't want to be running two hours at the same time I've done it before and it's really difficult and after another keep bringing it back to COVID but after that I had a couple of I had to delay a tour and then had a new one starting straight after so I had to do two hours within a couple of months and I got away Never. with it because I had time to work on it 
because not nowhere was open. Uh, I think I, I, I just about got away with it. But yeah, it'll be nice to just get draw a line under this material, get really working on the on the new stuff, and um, and and, and yeah, kind of move on. So the special should I should be in the air when the special comes out, unless there's a reason why no, we delay we delay putting it out. No, the nice one. Well, look, there we go then. So, um, yeah, is that like Pete? You haven't announced. Have you said that on tea with me that you're bringing out a special yet, or is that, I've said you know? I've said I'm bringing it out, but the date I'm trying. I have said the date, but I'm trying not to uh, until we have like an actual scheduled in post ready to go. Uh, I don't yeah. want to say it, and then we actually for some reason we've got to put it back by a week or something pulled, like that. Yeah. But May first just feels like a nice time to put it out. Um, I don't know what day of the week that is and I'm not like there's no team behind this you know what I mean it's literally me going upload to YouTube sort of thing yeah 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 no no, I like that mate that's a nice one well look I won't keep you too much longer Shane but if you don't mind I'll rattle through a couple of questions here we've had some from Instagram and we'll try not to keep you too long on them but no you're fine so um, some of them are some of these are are quite good and some of them are I'll just read them Uh, Gronje asks what about ask Shane? What about the carry on in arts? So I had to look this up and ask her further. Apparently, it's all kicking off, mate. Are we Is talking that... about the <laughs> Are we talking about the loyalist feud? Because if we are, I might swerve that. <laughs> also, Granya, <laughs> Granya, what do you think I'm gonna do? But am I like what's not gonna help it? You're is, the is me showing up, me showing up and going, guys, guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'd be like that guy, and it was a tenement square guy who got stood in front of the tank. I'm not standing in front of. I'm not standing in front of a people carrier, you know, going, lads, knock Do you remember your man got the, kill me? got the water hose? Or put the floor on the end of someone's rifle. I'm staying out of the, here, newsflash, I'm staying out of the loyalist drug feud in arts. I'm staying out of that. Mate, do you know what? I don't blame you. I actually, the reason I didn't know about this, because I've muted all news outlets from home. I stay in Smart. touch with the music scene, the comedy scene, sport, family and friends after that don't give a shit like yes, leading correct. to it you know what I, mean? I, I, I had I to say that but I just I don't look at it massively either honestly even even living here it, it just makes you sad yeah. and kind of angry but you know I'll say this knock it in the head lads there we go there's the message the peacekeeper you'd be like Bill Clinton had to go over I don't know don't know much whatever that did but I've got a mate right so like I said before grew up in Port of Frey and a friend of mine moved there when he was like I want to say about nine or ten. So this is twenty three years later. But so he, he sorry, he used to live in Ards, and then he moved to Port of Ferry. And I'll still like all through teenage years, we would have wound him up calling him an Ards tramp and all this here sort of stuff for just anything. Like we'd say, like sure. say if you were throwing, you know, if you were throwing stones into the water, we'd be like, oh, you're really good at throwing, sure, mate. You lived in Ards and all this here. Or, you're really good at spitting or just anything kind of scummy. We would have said he was good yes. at. So whenever I'd. I told him that you were coming on because he's a big fan of yours as well. And then I, I, I said one of the questions was about the trouble in ours. I was like, what's going on? And he was telling me, and I was like, sure, that's probably one of your old mates. And I keep this going, yeah. even <laughs> though like he, he doesn't know him since he was like six. Yeah. But it's probably used one be, of his old... Used to be yeah. pensioners, still just, still just feeding it in. I have to pick my son up, but I could do, I could do three questions and I'll give you yeah, a top line me. response. Right, let's just rattle them then. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
right no i'm skipping that that was a football what's your favorite goal you've ever seen well you can say the one i scored the one i scored seen. the one i scored in a charity game at the seaview against former northern ireland international on blaine who played in the fa cup final for southampton against terry Henry, and i lobbed him from just inside the box with my left foot and it, the clips on yeah. my twitter if anybody wants to see it i've seen that actually fucking quality um all-time standout crowd work stories. Have you got a little clip for us or something you can say? One time I met a girl, she was a paramedic or whatever. Is there anything ridiculously funny, the, horrific, were you ever assaulted? Anything that oh, kind of stands out? Oh, a guy, I was doing a gig in Lauren, maybe like 12 years ago, said to a guy in the front row, all right, mate, you have... Uh, this, is the, this, by the way, shows you the level of my stand-up at the time. I went, all right, mate, you have shit tattoos. What are they for? And he went, my dad, he's dead. I went, all right. <laughs> I had nothing. I was <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. There? Yeah. Uh, well, you go home. Do you remember that? Do you remember, you've probably seen it. Do you remember the clip of the, the Belfast bouncer and, the, and the, like, the, the guy that's outside it and he's talking about, where do you get them goodies my ma bought me in them? Yeah. You better roll up. <laughs> now we're getting to the reason, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My master. Um, my master. <laughs> All right, man. Um, right, well, there you go. Um, right, what's say? Yeah. All oh, right. So, yeah, I asked Mickey the same thing, right? Comedians from home, Kiss, Mary, Avoid, Kieran Bartlett, William Thompson, Paddy McDonnell. And just so you know, I asked Mickey the same thing, including you, and I think Paddy and Kieran. And Mickey said he would kiss you because you're quite handsome, and he and I, I think I said he, he looks like he has um he, he he wouldn't have bad breath. You look like you'd have nice oh, breath. Oh, cheers, mate. appreciate that. I think I do. Yeah. So, yeah, and then uh, Mickey said he would marry Kieran for whatever reason and avoid Paddy McDonald because apparently he's been stabbed like however many times. Mm-hmm. So I would... kiss, marry, avoid Kieran, William, and Paddy. I would uh, kiss Kieran because. He, 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 uh, I just think he'd be very soft. Uh, I think he'd be most like kissing a girl out of everyone there. Um, I would. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment, is it? I would marry Patty because um, I marry Patty because he he's he's a good family man. He's a good family man. Patty. That is. He, he's a good he dad. Give across that. And I would. He, uh, I'd have to avoid William. Uh, even though I love William and he's a good mate of mine. Yeah, but just someone has to be left out. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I didn't say this to you before, but Patty was meant to come on and ghosted me one day, so I'm still listening to Mudblood, but he owes me a beer. So yes. I don't know if yeah. you want to... I'll uh, tell him, I'll pass if it If you're on. chatting to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, good thing I didn't put it up on Instagram or anything like that, so he's just made a fool of me right now. But yes. yeah. Um, still a big fan of Patty's though. All right, uh, let's finish this up. Dream comedian to meet, open for, work with. Who's the, who's the dream? Uh, Tom Segura is coming to Belfast, so I would love to open for him when he's over here. There, yeah, there you go. And is that, is that looking like it might happen one day? Possibly. Or then, my name's in the hat, but I don't know how big the hat is or who else's name is in it. Yeah, okay. Right, well, that would be pretty sweet, yeah. Um, right, let's finish this up. What we, okay. Last one, right? Okay, yeah, this is a good one actually. Uh, do you, either of you ever still think about something you did as a child that was wrong, and your parents still don't know about? Right. So, one of my mates told me a story. He was waiting. He was in the car. I think he said he was in like Bangor or somewhere like that. There with his wee brother, and he was like eight or nine at the time. 
and his mum and dad had gone into the, the shop or whatever, real safe, by the way, I was just thinking when he told me this, like, so the, br- the brother and the two brothers in the car, he sticks a pen knife in the ignition because he's seen, like, I don't know, a lethal weapon or something like that, fucks the car up, the ignition doesn't work, mum and dad come back to the car, the car doesn't start, you know, ignition's fucked. And he said to this day, they still don't know about it. So is there anything like that you've kind of got? There's probably loads, mate. Isn't there like small oh, time things? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if I, I've, I've never stuck a pen knife in an ignition, but. You know, like I remember stealing, not, st- yeah, I remember stealing. By the way, you haven't lost me here. I'm just texting my man. Say, I'll phone you in five minutes. Um, I think the one of the things I did that I, at the time, thought was horrendous um, and I don't, you know, I, I, I went to Tesco's once and there was a game magazine and I wasn't even in the game but there was a free pack of Nintendo playing cards with it and I very subtly opened the wrapper on the of the magazine, took the free playing cards, stole them, walked out and felt like a horrendous person and I thought oh, I could yeah. justify it because I was like, but the cards were free but only if you bought the magazine. If oh, I go to McGalbury for that... And with a historical inquiries team, <laughs> that is such a mug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually quite clever. I, 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 I've got some, my ones are probably funny enough. Something similar like that. Robin as a child, where it'd be like the wee two p sweets and things like that. And then when the phone would ring, say at like six or seven in the evening, the house phone would ring, and I'm going, "That's cost cutters." I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting I'm done, done here. You know, so to I, I'm the same as that. Right, mate, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much, Shane, for coming on. Thanks for having me on, Johnny. Appreciate it, mate. I'll see you uh, in Perth. In in Fremantle. Yeah, and we'll we'll hook up at uh, that five-a-side if you're still up for it, but I'll chat to you in a a couple of weeks. Right, lads. um, Everyone, yeah, check out, uh, if you haven't checked out Tea With Me already, where have you been hiding? Uh, Very, very funny podcast. Lots of guests every week. And... um, yeah, just where can they go look at dates, mate? Just in like social media, Shane Todd comedy, is it? Yeah. You'll f- you'll find the links for there, but all over Australia as well, um this April. So this month actually, in the next couple of weeks. So uh, get on it and uh, look, we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks, Shane. Legend. <laughs>